de rien. for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Good Monday evening, everybody. I'm the host of the Monday Night Kickoff Show, Charles Levi, also known as Redfish Chuck. Joining me as always, my partner in crime, Mr. Pepe Vidal. What's up, brother? Hey, man. How you doing? you hear me? I can hear you now, sir. Okay, good. I wasn't sure, man. I was, I was wondering what was going on. Yeah, man. Everything good, man. Everything good. Good deal. Good deal. Folks, tonight's show is brought to you by a laundry list of fine sponsors, one of which being... Power pole micro anchors. Let me explain something to you real quick. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've officially had my first full day on the water with a power pole micro anchor mounted on the back of my Hobie PA. And let me just tell you, I'm sure you've read on numerous different blogs that it's a game changer. The words game changer do not accurately describe. Power pole micro. Power pole micro is the most amazing contraption that's ever been designed, period, for kayak anglers. <laughs> it must have been just like the Yeti Rambler Cup. This thing has had to have been designed by wizards. I'm telling you. I can I can honestly say I dude, I can honestly say that I caught probably four fish the other day because of that, because of having the power pole. Like drifting up onto a pothole and, oh, crap, there's a fish in it. <laughs> Hit the button, stop short, fish still doesn't know I'm there, flip to him, boom, fish on. Go over, you're watching over at your 3 o'clock, and all of a sudden you turn your head over to 9 o'clock, and you're like, oh, crap, here comes a fish, like, pushing right at me. Boop. Done. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, is oh, that yeah. pretty accurate, Beth? I mean, it's 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 it crazy, is. dude. It's not. Oh, I, I mean, it really it really is. I mean, it really. The few times that I've taken it out already and I've used it, I mean, it's it's been, it's been actually. I always thought it was going to be something good that's going to be useful for us as far as what we do and where we fish, but right. man. It's it's ten times better than that. I mean, I mean, it, I did not know. I mean, I did not expect it to work the way it's actually working, and what it's doing. I mean, when you're you're not kidding. When that thing, when you have uh, tailing redfish right in front of you, 
and the wind is blowing you towards that tail, and you need to stop right then and there so you don't run them over. I mean, it stops on a dime right there. I mean, I don't know how many times I used it the other day. Last week when I was out there with you and Alan and Wade and Vicky when we were out there, I used that power pole to my advantage um, just about for every single fish I saw out there. I mean, it was it was it was ridiculous because that thing just drops down. You stop at a dime, and you're not even making noise. You're not you're not making any noise at all. And yeah. you know, it, it's just it's it's amazing. And even Alan, the way he worked that big fish, if you notice, remember when he was working that big fish, he actually used that powerful to his advantage to fight that fish. He yeah. was putting that thing up and down. When he needed to, he'll put he'll stake down when he needed to. When he saw the fish going for a run, he'll lift it back up and take off with the fish. Then put it back down and, and lift it back up. You know, it was that thing's amazing. It really is. It's, a, it's amazing. Yep. So don't mind me eating, folks, but I just literally just walked in the house and I just met up with uh, Stan Jones, Scuba Stan from up in Panama City Way, and. Uh, took him out trying to get him on a tarpon real fast. So I re- literally ran in the house and got the computer up. So I'm trying to eat my dinner while I'm doing the show. I know it's rude, but sorry. Even though Peppy and I are both sponsored by Powerpole, I, I'm telling you this as, as an angler, as a radio show host, as a friend. <laughs> if you own a kayak that can handle a micro power pole and you live in an area where you fish shallow water and you don't go offshore very often if if at all the way I look at it is if you go offshore you're going to buy yourself a nice bottom finder probably going to run you five six hundred bucks maybe even more if you're in the case of uh, Andrew Mixon probably more like fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> touch screen and everything if you're an inshore guy, for the next advantage to help you capitalize on those uh, those tough times out there on the water, um, yeah, it's worth every penny. But the, enough of the infomercial, as people like to call these things, uh, about Powerful. I mean, it kind of goes without saying. You guys have kind of seen the proof in the pudding, so to speak, um, as far as that's concerned. But, uh, man, what a freaking weekend we got coming up. We've got there's, – there's all kinds of kayak tournaments going on this weekend, which is kind of funny because this time of year, typically, these kayak events start to slow down a little bit. So, um, you know, we tend not to get quite as many. So, But, uh, of course, leading off the, uh, the, the, the weekend, Friday night, is the captain's meeting for the Cars Park – I guess it would be the – is it the first annual? There's the second annual. How's he? Is he, is he wording it that way or what? Um, I think it's. I think it's. It's actually the third annual redfish. If you think about it, the very first one. Right. Remember, there was the very first one that I ended up winning that one. Right. Uh, then there was the second one last year. All right, we had a second one last year. Don't mind me right now. I'm actually filling up my Rambler right now as, as we speak right now. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, 
And then we have this one. So this actually is the third one, but I don't know how Alan's calling it. You know, I really don't, but but it's actually the third one. We've had yeah. we've had three redfish. This would be the third redfish tournament, and we've had one trout tournament. So, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, but he's got he has got an absolute laundry list of sponsors for this upcoming event. If you didn't get in on the early registration, don't worry. Still, uh, still do so. Get in on that early registration. Um, let's see. I'm trying to pull up that tournament. I spoke to Alan today um, yeah. about it, and we are almost. It's the tournament is almost at the hundred angler mark right now. Nice. You're talking money. Whoever wins yeah. this thing is going to win some money. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time out there. We always do. Anytime you get us all together, we always have a great time. Um, one of the things, let's see if I can find it. I don't know why I can't find it. It's not popping up in my, uh, on my Facebook here. What are you trying to look for? I got it. Um, the 2014 Cars Park Redfish Challenge, open to the public. Saturday, it starts at 6 a.m. Uh, down at camp at Cars Park is going to be where the, the uh, captain's meeting will be held. For those of you that got in on early registration, the uh, raffle, I believe, for the Yeti cooler will be done at the captain's meeting. Uh, the captain's meeting starts at 7 o'clock. Don't want to miss it. The rules, artificial only, angler categories open to youth and fly. Uh, entry fee is $40, which includes a barbecue lunch. Kayak, canoe, or stand-up paddleboard are all accepted. Wading is permitted if you're tethered to your vessel, which is standard for most kayak tournaments. Boundaries for the tournament include no motor zone, uh, waterway, um, non-restricted waters in the no motor zone, Indian River, Banana River, and Mosquito Lagoon. Mandatory captain's meeting, as we said, Friday the 20th, which is this Friday, 7 o'clock, as I said, Cars Pavilion. Lunchtime will be – lunchtime, excuse me, lunchtime. God, I'm fat, man. I'm thinking about food. Um, lunch, <laughs> yeah, lunchtime will be at 6 a.m., as I said. Uh, please have proper safety equipment on hand, LED uh, lights if you have them, PFD, whistle, etc. Each angler must take a photo of your vessel with the token and measuring device in the photo before you launch for viewing at the weigh-in so that we know that you, on your SD card, you know, the, the photos that follow that picture should be of your fish. If you try and claim that the fish that are on your SD card prior to that picture are out of order because of a technical glitch, you're going to be disqualified, and we're all going to beat you down for being a lying cheat. <laughs> I don't know if we'll really beat you down, but... Sounded good. Um, anglers may check in two of the largest redfish um, pictured on an approved measuring board with token clearly in the photo. Uh, tokens will be provided at the captain's meeting. Photos can be taken with uh, removable card-type cameras or smartphones as long as the photo clearly shows entire fish on measuring device with mouth closed. Pinch tail okay. And token and vessel must be in the photo. No exceptions to any of the above rules. Please no tape measurers. Weigh-in will begin at 1 o'clock and end at 4 o'clock. You must be in line at the pavilion by 3 p.m. 
to uh, to have your fish count. If you're not in line by three o'clock, then your fish doesn't count in cry. Prizes will include cash payouts determined by the number of uh, registered anglers paid from first place down through fifth place, at least fifth place, plus merchandise supplied by our sponsors. Lower placing anglers and youth anglers under 18 will receive merchandise awards only. Uh, we will also have the optional $10 buy-in Calcutta spot category. Both sides of the fish must be photoed with token in each. Most uh, spot redfish will receive the entire amount of the funds collected at the tournament for the Calcutta. So as Pepe said, if there's if there's uh, 100 guys and you got a $10 buy-in, you're walking away with yep. a nice fat chunk of change. So catered lunch provided there at the end during the weigh-in times. So um, there you go. You got that. That's always good. Uh, Alan has done a stellar job of putting on this event so far. Very clear and precise uh, um, rules. Nothing there that can be, you know, questioned or obscured in any way. And uh, the list of sponsors is just absolutely incredible. Um, uh, list of sponsors. No, that was me. Yeah, right. I, I muted it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get into the chat room, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name uh, all of the sponsors off tonight because we just have a pile of them. But uh, uh, oh, Mike, Michael Welsh, Mike Mike Welsh just mentioned also the other thing that's going on is the micro power pool raffles on Friday night. Yeah, yep. If somebody will win the uh, micro power pool in a raffle, so that's pretty awesome. Um, sponsors of the tournament, Hoorag, RCIs, Powerpole, uh, Red Zone, Yak Angler, um, Bull Bay Rods, Mission Fish and Charters, Slayer Inc. Lures, uh, Tackle Webs, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, KBB and Outfitters. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And also, fun. Just, just, it's, it's so many sponsors and so many good stuff that's in this tournament. It's, it's crazy what we what Alan has there, you know, as far as what, what what's going to be in this tournament. And so that everybody knows also, you know, you don't necessarily have to win or place in order to take a prize home. All this stuff that's there, a lot of this stuff is going to be raffled off. It's going to be everybody's going to be in the, in the tournament. Everybody's going to get tickets for participating in the tournament. And stuff will be given out with those tickets. So just because you don't place or anything like that, um, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know, you're not going to go home with a nice prize. You have a very good chance of going home with something really nice. Yes, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's going to be a great great tournament. Plus the whole the whole thing of a kayak is going to be given out on Friday night to a youth angler. I mean, and the youth don't have to pay anything to get to register in this tur- to get into this tournament. It's free. <laughs> Can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. If you have a kid and your kid wants to compete in a tournament or you think you want to get your kid in the tournament fishing, it would behoove you to bring your child out and get them registered up so that if this, the way that's going to work from what I understand is if, if it, they're going to call all the kids up on the stage, kids who already own a kayak will be politely asked to sit down leaving only kids who do not personally own a kayak, which would make it fair for kids who 
you know, don't have a kayak to try and win a kayak. Yep. Of those kids that are still standing, they're going to draw, basically do a little raffle, so they draw names or whatever, how they're going to do it. And the kids are going to walk away with a brand new kayak. That's pretty awesome for something you don't have to pay for. Yeah, pretty much. And it's not even like it. Yeah, and it's not even like it's a little cheap kayak. You're talking. This is a good. I mean, this is a an expensive good kayak that any adult wouldn't mind having. Yeah, it's a Jackson Cruise. I believe they retail for right around nine hundred bucks. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's hey, it's high low seating positions. Uh, it's a nice sit on top boat. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a real nice prize for somebody. So. And then, uh, of course, the youth division is what we're, we're sponsoring from the shop, and one lucky kid is going to walk away with either his choice, his or her choice of either a brand-new fly rod combo or a brand-new spinner rod combo. I think that's the way we decided we're going to do it. Um, first place gets to pick first. Second place gets the, the sloppy second, so to speak. And uh, there you go. So Exactly. And, and something yeah. else that's going to happen on Friday night on Friday night, also for the captain's meeting, you actually want to be there early because you're going to get a treat that you do not get every single day here. It only happens every once in a while, and actually, you're going to be, you're going to, you're, anybody that's going to be there, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing because you are actually going to be at Cars Park when a launch, a rocket launch is going to happen at 6.08 in the afternoon it's supposed to happen, and you cannot get any closer than what you're going to be to that launch. I mean, it's gonna. That's gonna be amazing. That kind of that launch right there. Watching it from there. Yeah, craziness. So you have multiple yeah. reasons why you should want to come out. <laughs> and then exactly. of course you got. I... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was gonna tell you the only thing that gets me about a rocket launch on that same Friday. Uh, I was start thinking, oh boy, Cars Park is gonna be packed now. <laughs> that's the only thing, you know. It's like. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Well, and then we got some of our friends that are going down south to Pompano Beach for the extreme kayak fishing uh, SummerSlam shindig down there. That looks awesome. That's 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 going to be awesome. For whatever reason, yeah, for whatever reason, though, I can't pull up. My computer's all whack, dude. I can't pull up the, uh, the page for that. I'm working on it. Stand by, people. Let me see if I can pull uh, it up. What is it, the extreme? Yeah, the extreme kite fishing, uh, extreme offshore kite fishing tournament series. Yeah, let's see if I can pull it up. I'm going to smash this computer in a million pieces. <laughs> guys going down there, everybody knows the deal with that. Big money. Uh, you know, entry fees aren't cheap, but that's what gets you the big check at the end of the day. Um, lots of lots of pretty good reports of guys coming in with nice fish down that way already. So Brian was on the Blackton Tunas again, as he usually is. Of course, he's probably one of the favorites to win the event. Uh, most of the time, I think he, he kind of stays that way. Um, let me see. I'm actually pulled it up on my phone now. Extreme. Uh, 
Where are you? <laughs> you can't find it. You can't find it? Um, yeah, it doesn't make, it doesn't make it any sense. Hang on a second. I'll just, I'll just go this way. I'll pull up Joe. Anyway. I might have it. Carry on with <laughs> your conversations. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. No, so uh, regardless, it's going to be a good event down there. Uh, those guys going down there are going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, Mike Welsh just put up uh, a uh, Facebook, I mean, a link to the website, which I can't, I can try and access it. Let's see if it pops up for me. Nah. Uh-huh. Guy's a good American, that Mike Welsh. So, uh, the SummerSlam? Yeah, I got it. Um, SummerSlam Part 1 is... Uh, there you go. Golly, pop-ups. Holy crap. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Stand by. All right. Got it. I think. We should be good now. So it's kayak title boarding fishing tournament put on by uh, Extreme Kayak Fishing uh, Tournament Series. We've got Turbo, uh, Turbo USA, one of the big sponsors down there. Um, yeah, looks like a good event, man. Um, big Kingfish, big Wahoo, big big anything. We'll take some money home for that deal. I, I know it's not species-specific, uh, so... Um, definitely get out there and get after it in that one. We'll have to do that one of those one day, man. We definitely couldn't pass up an opportunity to fish our waters for some some good money too. So exactly, else, exactly. Uh, I just I just saw something else now too in in the chat room. There, somebody was asking about something. Anyone fishing the Florida Sportsman Kayak Fishing Challenge this month? Next month? Are you I'm fishing that again, Pep? You did pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, I'm already in it. I'm in it. I already signed up. It's, it's, it's July and August. Two well, months. How does that work? What's the deal? Tell us about it. They have um, – it's actually it, – it's, it's an online tournament. It costs $25, I think it is, to register or something like that. All it is is $25, something like that. Um, and you get in it, and they have an inshore, and they have an offshore division. They have both divisions, and both divisions are separate. And the inshore division works as far as you have two months to turn in fish. Each week you turn in, uh, each week they have a weekly winner for biggest fish for the week. Um, And the way it works is biggest red, biggest trout, and biggest snook is the way it works. So between those three fish, you have an aggregate, and the aggregate, that's the way it works. And at the end of the tournament, uh, the end of August, uh, the winner will receive, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to think maybe somebody else could, could up, update this on me, but I'm not sure. I know last year was a, a native Slayer 14.5. Uh, and this year, um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I, I can't recall right now. I can't remember what kayak it was. And as far as the offshore division, same thing. They're going to have, I forgot what fish it is for the offshore. I think it's. If I'm not mistaken, it's kingfish and 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 dolphin. I think it's all those. You know, um, since I'm not fishing the offshore, I'm not really not I'm not too too familiar with the fish that you gotta gotta post. But it's the same way, works at aggregate size, 
and they're going to give away a kayak also on the offshore side. But if they go into, all you got to do is go into Florida Sportsman, uh, the forum, and there'll be there'll be a link in there for the kayak fishing uh, challenge in there. And all you got to do is register. It's only $25 all it costs, and, I mean, you win some nice prizes. Uh, last year I came in second place last year. I ended up losing by a few inches or something like that. Jason Broach that lives down south, he ended up beating me last year. Um, but uh, even second place, I won a bunch of nice prizes. I've won some really nice stuff. So um, I would get into it. you got two months to fish. You can fish any day you want, any night you want. You can fish. You can use any bait you want. You can do whatever you want as long as you you uh, fish within uh, July and August. I mean, it's great. And if you want to do offshore, I mean, that's that's a great tournament to do offshore too. The only thing is, you're gonna have to deal with Brian Nelly, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with him. <laughs> yeah, it's not very often when you constantly hear the same name come up. As someone that's going to dominate most of the events, you know what I'm saying. You obviously have a great track record. You you know you've, you've finished, you've won and finished in uh, second, third, fourth, finishing the money probably more times than anybody I know. But with the exception of maybe, maybe Andrew Mixon, who seems to always be there too. But yeah, that guy's uh, that guy's on it, man. Shallow water assassin in the chat room says the winner's going to get an ocean kayak big game too. There you go. So, I think definitely yep. worth it. There's thirteen, fourteen hundred dollar kayak. So, you there you go. Worth twenty five <laughs> bucks to throw your hat in the ring for sure. So, now that we've got most of that out of the way, um, well, I mean, after all, this is a kayak fishing radio show. So, uh, Pepe, did you were you able to get out at all last week? Um, the only day I got out was. The day I saw you on Saturday, that I, I went out in the boat. Right. Um, went out Saturday morning in the flats boat, and let me tell you, man, you had a lot better day than what I had on when you went out on Sunday because I went out Saturday, and like I told you, it was that full moon on Friday. I think I don't know if that made, played a big part or what. But man, all I could find was trout. I could not find a redfish to save my life. I mean, and and we searched. I mean, I went. I fished a bunch of different areas, three or four different areas, and all I could catch was trout. Um, it was tough for me, and I switched up colors. I switched a whole bunch of different colors, trying to do, trying to see what works and stuff. But um, it was actually tough. It was tough. It was tough for me. And I talked to a few other guys out there, and they were having tough. They were having a tough time also catching fish. Um, but uh, that's all I did. That's all I did on Saturday was that and. I know you did. I saw your pictures and all that stuff, and I've been talking to you and everything like that. I know you did a lot better than what I did. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, I feel like I was kind of due, you know. I feel like I was kind of due because I trip out with you and Alan. You know, I missed a couple opportunities and, you know, just didn't have a very good trip, you know, and so – I went out with one mission and one mission in mind, and that was trying to locate bigger redfish for this tournament and actually passed up on the opportunity to slide off the beach with Alex, uh, Captain Alex Garichki of Local Lines Charters, which uh, in a way, no offense, Alex, I'm kind of glad that I did because <laughs> uh, yeah. it turned out to be a pretty awesome day on the water. Uh, 
interesting tidbit from yesterday, which, by the way, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, I found most of my fish in dirty water. While there's a lot of clean water out there, the dirtier, the stinkier, the nastier, the better. Don't ask me why. I could not answer that question. But I hustled, boy. I mean, I I, I covered some mileage. And uh, third cast of the day, caught a nice nice redfish. You know, mid slot red. A few a few casts later, another red. A few casts later, a trout. And it was on pretty much all morning long. My last fish of the day came on my way back to the truck. I was on my way back and uh, was pushing pretty push, push pulling pretty fast across the flat, just trying to make my excuse me make up ground and make my way back to the truck. And I saw a big push pick up in front of me, and I thought it was a red by the way it was pushing. It was just like real slow, kind of steady pushing, and uh, I threw out in front of it kind of dropped a uh, Slayer Inc. SST in Goldfinger right on its head and uh, smacked it out of the water about a foot and a half, maybe two foot. And then when it hit the water, it spun back around on it, I popped it out of the grass, and he hammered it. I thought it was red, even though it smacked it out of the water. I don't know what reason, maybe just because of the dirty water, but I could have sworn I'd seen top and back. And then all of a sudden when it ate, and I set the hook, it came at me like a freaking rocket. And uh, it was all I could do to reel and keep them tight. And, uh, you know, end up landing it. And it was a, a stud trap, much like the one that uh, you and the one that Alan got uh, when we fished together. You know, upper, definitely upper 20s, probably pushing 30 inches. Um, beautiful fish. And it was that was probably the best way that I could have, envisioned ending the day for me so um i'd love to catch one of those during that florida sportsman tournament that'd be great <laughs> oh my god uh, yes man you yeah. you catch a 30 inch redfish in that tournament i mean you're golden with that fish that's what you want right there heck yeah oh, that, i saw it yeah. I, I saw when you laid it on your deck when you had it laid on your deck and you took that picture, I'm just looking at it compared to your deck because I know how your deck, the size of your deck and all that stuff compared to the comparison. And I was like, oh, my God, just sitting there going, oh, my God, that thing's a, that thing's a beast. <laughs> yeah, it was a beast, dude. And what was interesting was uh, I caught two more that were pushing probably 25, 26 inches, somewhere in there. And both of them, it was a very, very lazy pickup. Almost like a redfish when it just kind of thumps, you know? Yeah. And so uh, this one, though, man, hammered that thing like it was his job. It was awesome. I had that uh, SST rigged up on a 16-ounce jig head, also a Slayer Ink product. Um, most of my fish for the day came off of uh, off of Slayer Ink baits. I threw the pimp and shrimp, I guess is what Ricky Banks is calling a shrimp now. I did for that. <clears throat> he gave me one to play with. I, get, I got one solid strike on it, missed the fish, and then I kind of gave up, to be honest with you. 
I love the bait. Looks great in the water. I know it's going to be a killer, but until I get that confidence in it, you know, it's one of those where, you know, I, I had to put it down and, and pick up the uh, the Slayer bait. And then in one, a couple of the pictures you see that I've got a white and chartreuse colored jerk bait. I'm not going to lie, that was a gulp. <laughs> um, the only reason why I use that is because I left my tackle bag at the house that had my extra trays of Slayer Ink SSTs and STBs in pearl white. So that was the only pearlish colored bait that I had besides a gold finger. And uh, the bag was like barely open, so all the juice had dried up. The baits were pretty much all dried up. So I rigged that thing first thing in the morning and threw it over the side of the kayak. And what most people don't know is if you stick a, a, a gulp bait after it's dried up into water and leave it for a while, it'll act, most, it'll act almost like a sponge. It'll reabsorb some of that liquid and uh, expand again. It's not going to necessarily get right back to the full size, but it definitely makes it a little bit softer, more limber. So, And then after catching a couple fish on that, I look up, and there's a big wake in front of me, and I see the tip of a redfish tail kind of cruising. So I throw out in front of it, same bait, that, that gold uh, pearlish-colored, pearlish chartreuse-colored jerk shad, and the thing hammered it and took off for the races and broke me off. <laughs> so it was definitely a big red. I don't know how big, but it was definitely a big red, so that was interesting. Um so yeah, it was a great day. I mean, all my—I didn't get anything on top waters. I threw them for a little while, uh, where I found most of the fish. Um, <laughs> Peppy, that's funny. Where I found most of the fish, uh, <laughs> it's—you uh, know—again, it was really grassy, really dirty, so top water wasn't very conducive for that. For those of you that are listening at home, or listening to this later on in a, po- in a podcast. Peppy just told everybody, don't enter the Florida Sportsman Tournament because he's going to win it. <laughs> I want to thank Shallow Water Assassin real quick for putting up that link in the in the chat room. So appreciate that, buddy. So what else is up, bro? Huh. What else we got? We got, oh, you know what else we got? Hey, we got Sunday also. We didn't tell, we didn't say anything, but Sunday's IFA. Ah, yes, Sunday, Sunday IFA, IFA up in. Uh, damn, Shallow Assassin says you're going to finish behind him. Yeah, um, you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So Sunday, who IFA. is Shallow Water Assassin? Who is Shallow Water Assassin? I want to know who that is. I don't know, but give, um, me, a, give me a name. <laughs> give me a name. I'll cut you. No. uh... <laughs> the uh, yeah. what was going to say the um, IFA tournament is a qualifier for the Hobie Worlds. So if you win the IFA tournament in Jacksonville this weekend, you will get an invitation to ride the plane over to uh, Amsterdam and compete in that tournament. Hobie will front you some money. No, I shouldn't say front you. Hobie will give you some money to uh, help you make that trip possible. I know there's a couple of guys that are coming down to fish with us on Saturday, 
that player on fishing with us and then hauling butt up to Jacksonville. So should be that, interesting. Yeah, that is why that, – that's why – that's what the reason is for, for the cutoff for the tournament. You have to be checked in by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's for that reason because we want to give those guys, you know, all those guys that are fishing over there in Jacksonville, you need to be at the captain's meeting. I'm not sure. I don't think I don't know if it's six or seven o'clock, but you have to be there for that captain's meeting. So that's why the cutoff is three o'clock to try to give those people that are going to go fish that tournament time to get over there for that captain's meeting. Yeah. Yeah, it's something you don't want to miss out on an opportunity. I mean, I wish I could have fished it because I'd love to go over to Amsterdam. However. Uh, I'm lucky I get the day off that I get to fish the, the Fish Allen tournament, so I can't take two days off on the same weekend. But yeah. good luck to everybody who's going to go up there and fish that. You know, real quick, I'm going to do a little plug for uh, for the restaurant in which I'm dining on their delicious chicken sandwich. Probably hear me smacking away over here. The Old Florida Grill and Oyster House, which is the spot where they do the fish skins tournament here in uh, Brevard County over in Cocoa or Port St. John, depending upon who you ask, has, in my opinion, the best chicken sandwich on the freaking planet. (laughs) I get their chicken breast grilled with bacon, pepper jack cheese on a pretzel bun, and their French fries are awesome as well. I want to thank them for the delicious meal. Uh, I'm telling you what, man, that place is great. If you get an opportunity to go there and check it out, if you're in this area, you know, stop on by. Let them know that we sent you from the radio show. Um, and I want to give another little shout-out to the, Yeti, the, the wizards that created the Yeti Ramblers that are keeping my cocktail nice and cold tonight. I still have ice. I still have ice you, in my that was ice yesterday. right there in my rambler. Yeah, I still have ice in my rambler from yesterday at one o'clock from the shop. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I'm uh, uh, just to, um, I uh, yesterday I put ice in my rambler, same as you, somewhere around twelve or. 12 o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. And this morning, my wife, before she goes to work, she looked at my Rambler. She grabbed that thing, and she saw the ice still in there. And this afternoon, she told me about it. She was like, you believe? She goes, I can't believe I looked at that thing this morning. The ice, there was still ice in it this morning. <laughs> Crazy. Now, yeah, she, she wants one now. She wants one. <laughs> well, that, I got the 30. I got the 30 ounce and yesterday when I when I went out kayak fishing, I loaded the thing up with ice first first thing in the morning about four forty five or so I put ice in it. And those of you that have a Hobie PA it comes with a little cup holder thing that you can attach to the rail. Well the Rambler cup fits in that cup holder really nice. And so I you know, hooked it on the side of my rail there next to my seat. And I'm fishing and I'm fishing and I'm fishing and fishing. Not really thinking about nothing. Reach down, grab a cup, take a swig. Ice cold, refreshing beverage. Sun's getting up. It's getting a little hotter around 10 o'clock. 
reach down and grab my cup. Ice cold, refreshing beverage. I had I had a almost a not a full cup, almost a full cup of ice after a full morning's fishing session with the thing out in the sun. It's freaking crazy. It doesn't even make any sense. Man. Anyway. <laughs> All we're, yeah. do, all we're doing now is we're just we're, we're doing uh, commercials for restaurants and and uh, <laughs> Yeti Yeti Ramblers. Welcome to the oh, Monday Night man. Kickoff Show, uh, where we're going to discuss food and beverage holders. No, uh, yeah, you know it's just it's not often that products come along that actually do what they say they're going to do. So you know, kudos to those guys, man. That's awesome. And Yeti, by the way, is not in, in any way, shape, or form a sponsor of our show, just so people are aware. It's just that I happen to sell them at my shop, and they, they're actually really, really good. Those cups is crazy. So, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so, here, here's, here's my tackle. This will be my tackle selection if I were fishing in this tournament this weekend. I'll go ahead and tell people I don't care. I would have... I would probably have a good selection of weedless hooks and jig heads. I would say nothing heavier than an eighth of an ounce. I would probably be throwing some sort of a stinky contraption, whether that be something with Procure on it or BioEdge or any of the other scent product type, you know, things that are out there. Because after all, you're looking for the biggest redfish. Could two slot fish win it? Sure. Sure. Two slot fish could win it. I don't know that two slot yep. fish would win it, but it could. If you catch two if you catch two twenty seven to thirty inch fish, there's a very good possibility that you can end up in the money. Yep, very easily you can end up when it's artificial. Yep. Easily. Yep. And then also too, if you end up Wearing out the uh, the bigger fish, you catch a couple of peppy tends to catch during tournaments, 35s, 36, 38s, catch two of them, you pretty much ride, ride on over to Cars Park and turn in your uh, photo card and chill. I'm telling you, first thing in the morning, if I bust two big redfish like that, I'm going straight over to Cars, I'm going to turn in my card, and I'm going to call it a day. Yeah, I don't know if you can top catching, well, unless you're Alan, because he did that the other day. But if you could catch more than three big reds, three, like, big, big, big reds, 30-plus-inch reds on artificials in one day, you've done you've done yourself a pretty, pretty good service. So I would say that two big fish should be pretty good. Uh, I'm going to spear gas a slot. Yeah, I saw sure. it. <laughs> I am. Hey. There's nothing in the rule that says you can't do it. <laughs> hey, my 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 son was mad that I didn't bring home redfish to cook here at the house on uh, yesterday. So the first slot fish I catch, that new fancy spear gaff I got from Ed, I'm going to uh, I'm going to stick it through his head. Call it good. <laughs> then take a picture of it and put it up on Florida Sportsman or something. Oh man! I'm gonna I'm gonna lawn I'm gonna lawn dart a redfish. Exactly. Actually, you know what? 
Yeah. You know what? Let me go back one second real quick. Uh, Shallow Water Assassin actually posted what second place gets for the for the Florida Sportsman Tournament, which I wasn't I, I didn't even know this. Uh that's one of Chuck's sponsors and one of my sponsors. Cdeck Custom Kayak Voucher. The second place winner is going to get a Cdeck uh, Custom Kayak Voucher. Um, Salt Life Optics and Head to Boat Lighting. That is awesome right there. That's a that's a great second place right there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just wanted to mention that real quick. And of course, uh, for those of you that don't know, Cdeck is the original kayak kit manufacturer. So. <laughs> Give them a give them a like on Facebook. Give them a shout. Be patient. Be patient. If, uh, if you contact them and they don't get back to you right away, kayaking the kayak side of the business is so insignificant in the grand scheme of what they do over there. They do anything from sixty and seventy foot long sport fishermen to airboats and bass boats and flats boats and surfboard pads and all kinds of craziness. So there you go. And, Little plug and there. Shallow boy, wa- Jason. Shallow and another plug. Here we go, another plug. First place also gets other besides the ocean kayak, first place also gets RCI optics sunglasses. <laughs> oh man. It just, goes it without just saying, keeps on getting better. <laughs> yeah. Goes without saying that uh Peppy and I are quite fond of the RCI Optic brand. I think uh, I turned Randy English, who's there in the chat room, into a believer. Uh, yep, there you go. That's cool, man. Wow. It's going to be I good. Mean, you know I, what? It's about, it's about time, though, man. It's about time that kayak tournaments really kind of start paying, paying something more than just a couple prizes. You know what I'm saying? Paying big big prizes for one event. That's right. That's awesome. So, yeah. Good deal. So, so go back to your tackle. Is... What were you saying about your tackle? <laughs> Nothing. We keep on off, we keep on getting off track. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm not telling anybody anything. Okay. I'll tell everybody what I'm going to use. No, I'm going to use the... <laughs> I'm going to use the pinkest paint... Pink is bait that I can find. That's what I'm going to use. Pink bait. Pink. Pink. <laughs> Pink. <laughs> I'm going to throw the, uh, what's it, what's it, the 4th of July or whatever Chris calls it? Oh, yeah. The um, firecracker. All right? Yeah. Firecracker. <laughs> Brandy English said he found reds today. They weren't in the lagoon. It's funny how Randy English went fishing today, not yesterday. He was supposed to go fishing with me, but, you know, whatever. Must not make Stinky Pink fish bait jokes. Actually, Stinky Pink is the name of the the uh, color that Chris Sensi makes, actually. So you're more than welcome to say Stinky Pink. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I feel yeah, like I, mean, uh, I feel like this show tonight 
This is it's really, really bad. <laughs> you can't stay on top. Oh, okay. We're all over the place. No, we so can't. Cool. But it doesn't matter. No, you know, that's, kind of a, that's kind of the fun thing about having the, having the show is, uh, you know, sometimes you get a little distracted and it is live radio, so you know, live podcast or whatever. Well, it's one of it's one of these nights. Actually, we came into the show tonight. I think we didn't have a topic really, just per se tonight. It was one of the right. things we came in. And it was like it's so so. That's why it's sort of this way. I think you know, you know, we we just came into it. We knew we had Islands tournament. We had a bunch of you know a bunch of other kayak events going on uh, this weekend coming up too. So that's why it seems like we're going. Uh, you know, I got going an off, interesting off. topic. What's I got that? an interesting topic. Let's discuss. Let's get some feedback from the chat room. Let's see. So news broke this past week that Old Town Kayaks will come will be coming out with a new kayak that is hands free. And they're going to display it at iCast. So Old Town Kayaks will have a new kayak that they're claiming will be hands free leading one to think either pedal-driven or another trolling motor that they're going to show yep. off at iCast. Anybody in the chat room want to take a, a stab at what they think that this I thing got, might be uh, propelled by? I got my opinion, but I'll wait. I got my opinion, but I'll... You know my, you know my opinion already, right? What I, what I think. Yeah. Randy says gerbils. Gerbils. <laughs> oh man. I'm I'm thinking the way I'm thinking, they are tied with Ocean Kayak. And you know the way Ocean Kayak went? That's the way I think yep. they're going to. Control. You know? Yep. Yep. Well, um, yeah, I'm interested because I didn't think that the Ocean Torque, which is the boat that had the troll motor, I didn't think that that boat went over very well. I didn't think so either. I don't know very many people that bought one. I know of all the kayak fishing people I know, the only guy I knew that ever bought one was was Terrell from our group. Yep. Terrell had one. And uh And and the only other and the other one is Jean McElroy. She has one. Did she? Yeah, yeah, she has one that she uses. She won't use it for tournaments, but she will use it for right. scouting. Wow. Hmm. Oh yeah. Interesting, but and then yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, well, the other thing, Wilderness Systems is uh, coming out with a new frame chair for their boats. Yeah, coming out with that new seat. That's right. New seat for the ride. Yep. And so that's interesting. 
what's fun is that we're now to the point in the year where some manufacturers are going to show their cards to try and get attention leading into what we like to call in the, in the business side of the industry the buying season, um, which typically is around August. Uh, and then others will hold back and wait. So I don't know. Does Native have anything new coming out? No. Not that I not that I know of. Um, pretty much they. Uh, no, not that not that I know of. You know, it's um, pretty much the new boats that they came out with is pretty much what they got right now, and 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 they're so busy right now as far as with the with the Slayer Propel. They are so busy with that boat right now that I don't even know if they got time or if they got room or if they got enough people to build something else. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 like that. That's how busy they are with that with that Slayer Propel right now. Um, I don't I don't know if they got anything in the works that maybe I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. Um, just don't know. I was I was thinking I was actually going to ask you to see about Hobie, but it, the Outback. I was you know I would think that Hobie, but that Outback. Let me tell you that Outback is a nice boat, really nice boat. If that boat had a high chair on it, let me tell you that boat would be killer, killer size, perfect. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I don't know nothing about I don't know nothing about what Hobie's got going on. Yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. It's like I've learned that some of the manufacturers, excuse me, in this in this industry are are very very tight lipped until OR, which is the Outdoor Retailer Show in Salt Lake City, Utah. ICAST is a really, really big show, mainly for fishing. Uh, Kayaks are, well, it is fishing, but kayaks are starting to slowly kind of seep into ICAST. Five years ago, there was a kayak company, one of I I think that might be a lie. There was a kayak company. they are uh there was a kayak company that was there but uh now last year in vegas there was let's see feel free was there jackson was there new canoe was there um poby of course was there uh i think wilderness wilderness wasn't there but wilderness had the ride x in the lawrence booth um that's it no Freedom Walk was there as well. Diablo was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but there it's, was quite it's, one a of, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, though, Chuck. Like you say, um, a lot of these companies, though, they are very tight-lipped about it. Just like Old Town is being tight-lipped, they let out a little news saying it's going to be hands-free, but they're not telling anybody about it. Um, a lot of these companies are real tight-lipped. Like you and me, both. You know, you're part of Hobie. I'm part of Native. And if Native has something in the works they're coming out with, let me tell you, we don't even know if they're coming out with something. So, so it's one of those things, you know. They keep it, they keep it, you know. They're tight lip about it, you know. They don't talk about it. You don't, you don't hear anything. Not even the staffers hear anything about it. So if they are coming out with something, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't yeah. know. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. One of the things I'm really, really interested in seeing, though, is uh, gonna what's going to come out in the tackle side of things. It seems that every year manufacturers are trying to outdo each other, especially in the soft, pla- soft plastic realm. Uh, so, wow. Let's see. It will come with a rope that you will be able to attach yeah. to the display and be pulled around <laughs> hands-free. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, I was going to say, yeah, so like um, Live Target, right? Live Target makes probably some of the most realistic-looking baits that I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. You know, they came out with the shrimp last year. Well, what's, what's, what's coming out this year? Bait ball was last year, too. What's coming out this year? Like, what are they going to do? To up the ante, you know. I'm not real sure, but we're only well. We're just about exactly. What's today? Today is the what? Doesn't matter. Yep. We're about a month out. Yep. For my cap. So yeah, we're a month out. A little bit more. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, feel free to uh, to hit us up. Anything you would like us to take a look at, let you know. Yeah, you know, what's going down as far as. Uh, as far as uh, rods and reels or lures or whatever at the ICAST show, we're going to be out there. We're not going to be out there as kayak fishing radio. We're going to be out there kind of just doing our own thing. I think, Pep, you're going to be out, be out there one day, right? Yeah, I'm going to be out there one day. I'll be out there Thursday. with Actually, I'll be out there with Native that day. Cool. And, and then Randy, yeah. I know Randy English is going to be out there too, and I think Kim's going to be out there with, with Randy as well. Um at some point, I don't know how many days Randy plans on being out there, but um, should be pretty awesome <clears throat> to see you guys out there. Of course, I know Alan's going to go, so we're hoping to welcome Alan back to the show shortly once his uh, daughter is done with her her classes that she does at night. What's she doing? Dance classes. Dance, I think. Dance, gymnastics. Yep. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Right. Yeah which I think is all farce. I don't think she's really in gymnastics. I think Alan's taking gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That's so he could be more nimble in the kayak. <laughs> That's right. Less tendency to fall in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He never listens yeah. to our podcast. We can, we can talk trash to him all we want. Oh, yeah. No support from that guy. No, I'm kidding. So, oh, man. yeah, there you go. So, uh, I know there's been some big fish still moving around at night. Some of the typical uh, local haunts, feel free to hit us up for any information on that. I was sitting out on the deck hanging out with uh, Mr. Stan Jones, drinking a, a cold adult beverage tonight overlooking the river. And I watched several big redfish chase down mullet behind the restaurant. They are still hanging around. They're still active. I, I wanted so badly to go run and grab my kayak and throw it off the back of the truck and drag it down the hill and <laughs> go get after it. But I'm pretty sure that would be frowned upon. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank you for those who wanted to uh, tune in tonight. 
appreciate it. Thank you very much to the San Antonio Spurs for beating the living piss out of uh, Miami Heat. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most pathetic, pathetic sight I have ever seen. That dude. Hey, that wasn't pathetic. I'll tell you what it was. That San Antonio team was one of the best teams I have ever seen play the way those guys are playing. I mean, it was amazing the way they were passing the ball and the way they were shooting threes and just making them like nothing. I mean, that was amazing display of teamwork, what they had. San Antonio Spurs, this particular team will go down in NBA history as probably one of the greatest basketball teams to ever play the game. I'll say it. I don't care because I don't even like basketball. Y'all know, most of y'all know that. I don't like basketball. But anytime I get an opportunity to root against LeBron James, I am all about it. I am not a LeBron James fan. (laughs) Peppy's like, I quit the show. (laughs) Oh, man. The only reason why I say that is because I'm tired of the comparisons between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I grew up watching Michael Jordan back when I did like basketball, and I'm sorry. There, there, there probably will never be another another basketball player that will ever have the impact on the game that Jordan did. So there you go. Rings and MVPs and championships, they don't lie. Yeah. Suck it. It's just it's just it's two different two different styles of players, two different bodies, two different they're just two completely different different players. That you can't really I mean you, it's hard to compare them. It really is. Uh, LeBron is is a he's a freaking monster. That guy, dude. He he's huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean he really I'm, is. I'm good. When, Listen, I'm I'm good <laughs> with people. And and now the kayak fishing radio has gone ESPN on you. Um, I'm good yeah. with uh, I'm good with with them saying that he is one of the greatest. He will probably go down as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I'm cool with that. I can accept it. But yeah, there's just you, you come on. You just can't you can't compare him to Jordan. It's just not fair. But regardless, either way, San Antonio Spurs are world champions. Uh, and then you had today uh, the U.S. soccer team pulled it out. So in the World Cup, that's cool if you follow soccer. Um, ah, Randy English is hot in here. I've got cramps. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Suck it up, dude. You're making that. You're making that kind of that kind of money, and uh, you get cramps in your legs. Fight through it. If, if you pay, if you stroke me a check, stroke me a check for what he got for what he gets paid a, a year, endorsements and basketball. I will play basketball on the sun. I will. Send me off to the sun. I will dribble a ball as I'm getting burned up by molten lava. My family will live well. I won't cry about about cramps. <laughs> this show has just gone to hell in a handbasket. <clears throat> yeah. All right. With that being said, uh, folks, listen. It's 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 imperative that you bring plenty of liquids with you out in the water this time of year. You want to definitely bring plenty of water to drink. Gatorades, 
anything. You don't want to end up like LeBron and getting cramps and you can't paddle or pedal. It's not good. So, uh, never going to end. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you just want to make sure that you're prepared for a day's, a day's day out there in the water. It's hot. You know, wear your PFDs if you can. I, I stress that everybody always wears a PFD. If you don't have a PFD that's comfortable enough to wear all day long, buy a new one. Go buy a, a, an inflatable. Peppy's got one. He's got the, the fanny pack style. Mm-hmm. I've got one that I wear that uh, that I love a lot, man. Uh, the, the Hobie inflatable, it's a great jacket um, or vest, really. Wear that thing all day long. In fact, sometimes I get off my kayak and I'm wading and I'm, I'm throwing a fly or whatever and I still have it on. I just forget it's there because it's so comfortable. So, yeah, it's definitely worth the money. If, and by the way, too, it is the law. If you own an inflatable, you have to have it on. You can't have it stowed underneath the, the seat. You can't have it behind you. You can't have it in a hatch. The law requires that if you have a inflatable PFD, you must wear it at all times. So there you go. Uh, you guys have auto inflate or manual? I have a manual inflate. What's yours, Pat? Mine's manual. Yeah. I do not. I do not like. Uh, to tell you the truth, I do not like the the auto inflate. In when you're on a kayak, remember when you're on a kayak, you're getting in and out of your kayak a lot, and just happens one of those times. All it takes is one time for that for you to jump out into that water too quickly, and if you jump out in that that uh, CFD senses senses that that it needs to go off. You're gonna, you're gonna be in for a surprise when that thing blows up. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a twenty dollar replacement cartridge. That kind of sucks. So, <laughs> yeah. I was setting up a guy's inflatable the other day, and the O-ring on the uh, on the vest, the O-ring on the uh, on the cartridge failed, and so when I went to stick it stick it into the into the receiver and twist it. All his O2 goes freaking spraying everywhere. The vest half inflates. <laughs> it was nuts, dude. So, oh. yeah, pretty crazy. But yeah, I love I love wearing that. Uh, I love wearing that that uh, inflatable style jacket, man. It's just it it's it's like it's not even on. It was a hundred degrees out the other day, basically when the wind stopped blowing, and I was fine with it. You know, I I have a, a really really nice PFD a normal wear, wear, you know, true wearing style PFD. But uh, after putting on that inflatable, it's just no going back. So, yeah, I I use, yep. Now I was just going to tell you, I use, like you said, inshore fishing, all this stuff for inshore and everything like that, I use inflatables. When I go offshore, offshore fishing, you will see me with my focus on. I will have a regular vest on. I do not play around. We're going offshore. Going offshore, that vest is on me, and it's one of those regular vests. I'm not going to count on inflatables. I'm not going to count on anything. That vest is on me because if I fall in the water, I want that thing to be be able to float me at that that very second I fall in. So just I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, for, for offshore, I use a different vest. It's a good idea. It's true. So uh, there is that. And, you know, the nice thing about, nice thing about having one of each is like you say, you can kind of pick and choose which one you're going to 
take with you for that particular day. If you don't, if you feel that it's going to be, you know, just too stinking hot to wear any either either one of the vests, you can take the one with you that's not illegal for you to have on your boat, and not be on you. So, yep. Anyway, so that's it, pretty much. You know, uh, I don't know. Looking forward to this week, man. I'm really really excited about uh, getting out there and competing against some of the best redfish kayak anglers in the southeast that are going to be down here for Allen's tournament. Looking forward to uh, just having a good day out on the water and hopefully catch a couple of fish. Um, can't wait to see everybody. Hope everybody uh, has a safe week. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about the show, you know always you can reach us at uh, on Facebook, whether it's our personal Facebook pages or even my shop Facebook page. Eventually, we're going to start a Facebook page just for this show, but, you know, ain't nobody got time for that right now. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, or you can reach me at my email address. It's redfishchuck at hotmail.com or gmail.com. I've got both. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pepe, do your thing, man. Let's get out of here. Yep. I want to thank Native Watercraft Powerpool. Micro Anchor, uh, Aquabound Paddles, Harry Goods Outdoor Shops, Larry Ink Lures, Sea Deck, uh, KBB Outfitters, Kayaks by Bill, Hook One, Yak Attack, Ram Mounts, Tailing Toads, RCI Optics, and Her- Herrera Esteli Cigars. Can't forget those. Those are awesome. Yeah. I went and looked for the Herrera Esteli Cigars, and I could not find any, so I'm hoping that you will have some by the tournament. Yeah, I'll have some there. Cool. You would definitely get the time out. My laundry, yeah, my laundry list runs like this. I'd like to thank Hobie Kayaks, Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks, Tackle Webs, uh, Clear Your Deck for Battle with Tackle Webs, Captain Mike Ortigo. If you have not seen a Tackle Webs bag, if you have not heard of a Tackle Webs bag, you don't know what you're missing. Get online, look them up, come by KBB, KBB Outfitters or Kayaks by Bow and check them out. Go down to Richard's store, Harry Goods. I'm pretty sure he's got them. Um, doesn't he, Pat? He's got tackle webs, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Real, Adrenaline, <clears throat> Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks, Ego Nets, ENO, Adventurous Custom Rods, um, Power Pole, Slayer Inc., Bending Branches Paddles, Intova Cameras, and, of course, we mentioned them earlier, C-Deck. So to all of those companies, I appreciate your support. And look forward to talking to all you guys at uh, ICAST this year. Looking forward to that. Um, that's part of the cool, one of the cool things about going to all these different, uh, going to all of these uh, tackle shows and trade shows is getting to rub shoulders with those who support you, your, your different sponsors and stuff. And, you know, they get to show their appreciation to you as well in most cases. But going forward, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Please feel free to share our little show with your friends uh, on Facebook, social media, on the different forums, talk about us, let people know about us. The more we grow, the better off everybody else does. As I've said in years past, I've been doing this show now for about three years or maybe even four years. Uh, At one point, we had anywhere between uh, 25 and 35 or 40 people in the the chat room at one time talking and chit-chatting and stuff. Our numbers have kind of dropped off from there, but we'll get back to it. Once we do, we'll be able to do some prize packs and things like that. The uh, sponsors will be a little bit more 
giving with their free goods. So, but uh, with that being said, everybody take it easy. God bless. Be safe. Take a kid fishing. They are the future of our sport. And we will talk to you guys later. See ya. See ya.